What is it that you do on a daily basis to build your business? Whether you're building a network marketing business, a traditional brick and mortar business, or some other business, maybe it's an affiliate business, you have to have a daily method of operation to approach your business on a daily basis. That's the reason they call it a daily method of operation. And if you don't, you might be losing out big time, not just on success and on productivity, but on the big bucks that you're here to build and create in your business. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the Daily Dose of Awesome, the Elite Marketing Pro 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. And as you're jumping out here and joining us, let me know where you are tuning in from. And as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. I know, by the way, quick programming note on that note. Uh, next week on Monday, which is Christmas Eve, and Tuesday, which is Christmas Day, we will not, we will not be having a DDOA, a daily dose of awesome. So be sure to mark your calendars and know that we will not be coming at you live on Monday or Tuesday of next week as we uh, celebrate and observe the Christmas holiday. Hopefully you're out there doing some fun stuff with your families and your friends as well, the people that you love. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, enjoy those couple of days and we'll be back with you on Wednesday the 26th. All right, with that said, we're going to jump straight into the content today and we're going to be talking specifically about the importance of building a daily method of operation. Now, this question came to us from a lot of you uh, that are out there building your business and you're starting to realize one of the most important responsibilities of being an entrepreneur, and that is to show up on a daily basis. You know, it's interesting. When I first got started as an entrepreneur, uh, I was pretty stoked about it. I thought, you know, this is going to be great. I'm going to be able to build my own income. I'm going to be able to retire early. I'm going to be able to do the things I've always wanted to do. And as I started to uh, kind of get around other entrepreneurs, especially the budding entrepreneurs, the ones that were just coming out, uh, starting to build their business, they were talking about, quote, unquote, firing their boss. That was their big drive. That was the thing they wanted to do. The big purpose behind what they were doing with their business was they wanted to fire their boss. They didn't want to have that slave driver that was breathing down their neck on a daily basis, that was texting them or sending them emails on the weekends that they had to respond to. That's the person they wanted to get rid of. And they sort of uh, assigned that pain to this one individual whose job it was to stay on top of them. Well, guess what? As an entrepreneur, you are going to be, if you're not already, one of the toughest bosses you've ever had in your life. You will find this to be true because you're going to be the person that has to hold yourself accountable. We'll talk a little bit about accountability. We'll talk about productivity. We'll talk about time management and how those three myths, those three unicorns, those three gold pots of gold at the end of the rainbow uh, simply don't exist and, and what you might do differently. I want to see who's out there. What's up, Samra? Good to see you, my friend. As always, appreciate you jumping out here. See lots of people coming out here. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today. This is Friday. This is the uh, final DDOA uh, before we head into uh, the Christmas break. So what I wanted to share with you and talk to you about today was this concept of a daily method of operation, meaning the structure that you must have uh, to approach your business with. Now, this, uh, this came to me uh, through, uh, through experience, to be completely honest with you. When I first got out of the Navy, I got out in September of 2008, so just over 10 years ago. Uh, and that was a 12-and-a-half-year career. I loved every moment of it. And as you can probably well imagine, 
Uh, in the military environment, you have a very structured approach to your day, especially as an aviator. Aviation is all about structure. It's about doing things uh, by, a, by the checklist. Uh, you never want to break the checklist. Uh, that's, that's where uh, tragedy and uh, catastrophe happens. And so, uh, you know, being in that environment, I knew how important it was to have structure on a daily basis. Well, I will never forget October 1st, 2008, because September 30th was my last day in the Navy. October 1st was my first day of actual, quote-unquote, freedom. I had officially fired my boss after two and a half years of pounding the pavement, building my business. It was a network marketing business at the time. Uh, we had gotten to a point where we felt we could sustain ourselves financially, and I walked away from a career that was my childhood dream. Now, here's what's interesting about this. The very first day of my quote-unquote freedom, my wife noticed I was getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning or 5.30 in the morning like I'd always done. Uh, I was hitting the pavement. I was getting to work on our business. And she said, you know, you got to take some time and actually smell the roses. You should go out, take our baby boy, who at the time, our son Max, was just a few months old. Take him for a walk. Put him in the stroller and take him to the park. This was a beautiful time of year. We lived in San Diego, California, and just down the street from us was this awesome park. So I'm like, all right, fine. It's 1030 in the morning. This feels weird, but I'll do it. So I put our baby boy, Max, in the stroller. I put on my jacket. I walk outside, and I go down to the park. And I'm going to put Max in the little swing set, and I'm going to walk him around and get him you know, some time at the park. Guess what? I get to the park, and there's about five or six women that are there with their kids, and they're playing in the park, and they're looking at me, the one dad that's at the park, and they're thinking to themselves, what, dude, are you homeless? Are you, did you get fired? Are you just uh, you know, in between jobs? And it was really funny because I got these weird looks from these folks, and then finally this one woman piped up. She said, I have to tell you, it's unusual because the, uh, the ladies here and I have been coming to this park for weeks and months maybe, and uh, we've never noticed you here. Um, you know, you're the first dad we've ever seen hanging out. And I said, well, you know, I own my own business and I just decided to take a break. You know, my wife actually pushed me out of the house and said, you should go out and enjoy the sunshine. My point to this is, is that I was so structured and so regimented that I hadn't taken time to actually enjoy my time off, to enjoy this quote freedom that I had created for myself over the last couple of years. Now, this story is meant to illustrate something important because you can swing the pendulum a little too far sometimes. Sometimes we get so regimented that we don't take time away from what we do on a daily basis to actually enjoy the freedoms that we've created for ourselves. Now, if you'll notice, the hat on my head says discipline equals freedom. Discipline equals freedom. Now, this was a coin phrase, a phrase coined uh, by Jocko Willink. He's a uh, former U.S. Navy SEAL retired U.S. Navy SEAL. Uh, he's got a podcast, written a couple books with his co-author, Leif Babin. Uh, you can read all about him, and I'm not going to get too much into the story. But I love this term, discipline equals freedom, because it directly applies to today's conversation about building a daily method of operation. So what's the purpose behind a daily method of operation? What do you suppose is the purpose? If you guys know what the purpose is, go ahead and dial it into the chat box. I'm curious what, you, what your uh, perception is or what your understanding is of what a daily method of operation actually is, what it is. Uh, let's talk about what it is first in terms of your understanding. I'm curious how you guys understand what that term means. Before we get to that, let me just give you another little bit of backstory as I'm waiting for your comments to come in here. The other thing that came up was, hey, listen, you know, you got to be super productive. And listen, this whole concept of productivity 
productivity and time management. You're going to hear that a lot now as we start to turn those last few pages of the calendar over and start staring down the business end of a new year. You're going to hear all the go, all the gurus, all the personal development gurus come out and start pitching their productivity courses or their time management courses or, God forbid, their goal-setting courses. Be careful. Be very, very careful of all this regurgitated stuff. Uh, I've had people reach out to me and ask me when I'm going to release my own version of that, and I've hemmed and hawed about it because, frankly, I think it's all a bunch of hooey. Hooey! <laughs> if there's such a word. Is there such a word as hooey? There's another word I wanted to use, but I'll realize this is a family setting, so I won't use it. The point to that is this. Productivity and time management are a throwback to the industrial age. Back in the day when everybody showed up to work and that was the only way to build a business, the only way to, to, to build an income, rather, was to go work for somebody else. You'd get in the car, you'd drive through traffic, go to uh, a cubicle, and you'd grind away, or you'd go to a factory and grind away for 40 years of your life. So the whole idea for that company was to generate more productivity out of its employees. Here's the deal, my friends. Just as you have to shift your mindset from being an entrepreneur in, or from being an employee into being an entrepreneur and realize that you are now your own boss, so now you have to approach that and address that relationship differently than you've done in the past, so must you address the attitude toward productivity and time management. Realize this. It's not about being productive, all right? It's not about putting out and pumping out more widgets. It's not about doing more work. It's not about hustling your almighty face off, okay? I realize that there's a lot of gurus out there that tell you you should be hustling, and there's a whole bunch of their little drones, minions, and fanboys and fangirls who are regurgitating that crap, okay? It's not about hustle. It's about quality. It's not about productivity. It's about being effective. If anything else, about being efficient, and that's the whole point of a daily method of operation, how you do something. Now, it's not just about what you do, okay? It's about how you do it. And I see some folks jumping out here. Eve um, saying, uh, to keep you accountable and to create discipline, you need a checklist, your DMO. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Now, understand, when we talk about a daily method of operation, you can see it as a checklist, all right? But if you're listening to all those freaking gurus out there that are trying to force feed and shove that crap down your throat about being more productive, hustle your face off, time management, realize this, you can't manage time. It's the most ridiculous thing to say in the world. You can't manage time. If you know anything about science, physics, or anything like that, you know it's completely impossible to manage time. Time is a constant. You can't stop it. You can't slow it down. You can't speed it up. You can't buy it, bank it, put it away. You can't rewind it. You can't erase it. You can't add more to it. doesn't matter how good-looking you are. doesn't matter how rich you are. You have the same 24 hours in a day as anybody else. Now, I've ranted and raved about this in past uh, editions of the, of the DDOA, so I'm not going to go too deep into the whole time management BS. But understand this. It's not about managing time. It's about managing yourself, all right? And more specifically, it's about, it's about managing the tasks that you have on hand. So we're going to jump into that in just two seconds. But before I do, I want to make sure you guys are tracking with me. If this is making sense to you, give me a two in the chat box. If you're saying, hey, yeah, dude, I get it. It's not about being productive. It's about being effective. And it's not about time management. It's about self-management or, or task management. Then give me a two in the chat box if you guys resonate with that. If you don't, if you're like, hey, dude, I'm all about the, uh, the hustle gurus. I want to be just like them, and I'm still stuck in that employee mindset. I still believe in productivity and time management. Then give me a one. If you guys are still with me on that, on that that's fine too. 
hey, dude, I, you don't have to buy into what I'm saying. I'm just trying to show you a different perspective on this. All right, Samra's got a two. Nancy's got a two. Austin's got a two. Great. Samra also says what it is, is setting aside time periods for prep time, money-making activities, short breaks, keeping you, uh, keep you disciplined to make small gains consistently in your business. Amen, sister. That's correct. Or that's the least I agree with you on that. It's not about being right or wrong or correct. It's about I totally agree with you. I think you're getting this and you understand. So let me give you kind of a snapshot window into what a daily method of operation might look like for you. First and foremost, let me go back to what I was saying a moment ago. It's not about what you do. It's about how you do it. There's an old saying that says how you do one thing is how you do everything. I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with that, but I get the general idea. So in other words, if you show up to something and you're 100% stoked about it, for instance, if you show up to something like going to the gym, right, and you're like, you know what, the gym isn't exactly fun, but I'm going to give it all I got, chances are that kind of an attitude will transition over into other things that you may not love doing. Maybe you don't love copywriting. Maybe you don't love getting on the phone and closing sales. But if you have that approach to something arduous like working out or something like you know doing the, doing the little nitnoid things in your business, you're going to show up with a great attitude towards probably most other things inside and outside of your business. So it's super important to understand this. It's not just about what you do. It's how you do it. So would it be okay with you if I shared with you a little bit of insight that we talk about in the Fast Track workshops, our three-day intensives that we uh, work with our students in in the Fast Track program and teach them about their daily method of operation? Would that be okay if I shared that with you? It's our, uh, you know, it's our big masterminds that we do three times, or I should say every single month. We don't do them three times a year. We do them every single month. If you guys are interested in that, give me a three in the chat box. And I will share that with you. Okay, lots of twos coming in here saying you guys are, are, are tracking with me on the concept that time management is not possible. Uh, you can't manage time, but you can manage yourself. And also that productivity is less effective than being effective. Now, Samra is saying yes. And Samra, I'm going to actually rely on your leadership a little bit because you've been with me on this. You've been through a, a few workshops, and so you understand this. I want you to help me teach this and co-facilitate this for our friends here on The Daily Dose. What we like, to, we, we like to facilitate in the workshops is, is to take a look at the time that you have for your business. Now, this, doesn't, this is applicable whether you are full-time in your business, right? If you're like some of us that are full-time entrepreneurs, that's your, that's your main gig, this applies to you directly. It also applies and actually especially applies to those of you who might still be working a JLB. You're straddling that line between trying to transition from working from somebody else or working for somebody else to being full-time in your business. This is going to apply to both cases, whether you're full-time or not, all right? There are really three ways to break down the time that you have. So whether it's a 40, 80-hour week that you're putting in on your business or if it's just a few hours a day, this absolutely applies. There are three categories of tasks or actions uh, behaviors that you're going to take on in your business. And if we might, I would like to use that, that, let's name and label it a behavior. Okay. So instead of saying time management, we get, we went back to task management, but instead of thinking of them as tasks, cause come, sometimes that feels like, ah, oh, man, I got stuff to do, right? I have to do a to-do list. And if I just check these little boxes off, therefore I, you know, then I will be successful. I want us to break away from that, and I want us to start thinking more process orientation, okay? Start thinking more like a process as opposed to, well, if I just check this box off, then I'll make a sale, then I'll make money, and therefore I'll be successful because we all know that that doesn't work that way, right? If it was that simple, if everything was a cookie-cutter approach, we'd all be billionaires right now. Is that true? If you guys are resonating with that, give me a four in the chat box. If you want to learn 
process as opposed to just a step-by-step thing. If you don't want to just be spoon-fed like an employee, but you want to learn process like an entrepreneur, give me a four in the chat box. I want to see if uh, folks want to learn process over just being told what to do and spoon-fed. If you want to be spoon-fed, this probably isn't going to work for you. But if you want to learn how to think differently and behave differently, then let's talk about that. All right? Okay, cool. Some fours coming in. Let's get to the point. This is the way, this is what I want you to think about. There's really four behaviors, four types of behavior, or I should say three types of behaviors that you're going to have on any given day when you build your business. Samra, you know this because you've been in the workshop, so if you want to chime in, go for it. Three types of behaviors that you're going to have on a daily basis when you're building your business. What are those three types? And Samra's going to tie, I know she's going to jump in here because she's been to the workshops. In fact, Isabel's been to the workshops. Uh, we've got some folks in here who've probably been to the workshops who have seen this before. Uh, what are the three types of behaviors that we have that, uh, we use to build our business? If you think about it, you're going to do something to build a business. What might that look like? I want to see if anybody's got this. And if not, I'm going to go ahead and fill you in since we're, we're a little tight on time. The first one is a result driven behavior, right? We're going to do something. Some people have called this IPAs. Uh, you know, income producing activities. I like to think of it as this. It's not just about creating income, all right? Because some of these behaviors will create income. Some of them will pave the way for income. Not everything you do is going to be an income producing activity, and that is okay. Because some of the things you have to do are going to tee it up and actually set up those little dominoes, right, so that you can actually knock them over and actually create the income, make the sale that creates the income. But sometimes you got to have those other things in place first. So what are those behaviors uh, Samra says result-driven activities, prep time, and distraction. Okay, perfect. Those are the three different behaviors. Result-driven activities or result-driven behaviors, preparation behaviors, and distraction. Distractions. You can call them a distraction behavior. So let's break them down individually. A result-driven behavior is something that you do that actually turns the wheels of the machine that is your business, okay? So for instance, making a sale. What's another example of a result-driven behavior that you might have in your business? Go ahead and type them into the chat box. I'm curious how you understand that term to be. Um, <laughs> Samra says, thanks for giving me time to get my notes. You're welcome, but I think you already knew that with or without your notes. You, you're, you're pretty schooled up and pretty sharp individual. So here's the thing. What's an example of a result-driven behavior? Something that you do that drives a result in your business. What's an example of something like that? And think about this. It's not just about making sales, guys, all right? We're not just talking about that as a result. You get lots of results. Believe it or not, you get lots of results in your business. Sometimes a result might be getting views on a, on a Facebook Live or views on, a, on an ad. But what must you have in order to have views on a Facebook Live or views on your ad, people that actually click on your ad, right? You got to freaking have the Facebook Live first, right? Or you got to have the ad itself. So those are the examples of a result that you are getting. And I think a lot of times we short sell ourselves. We say, you know what? I'm not getting results in my business. But you got to realize there are a lot of wannabe entrepreneurs out there that haven't ever placed an ad. They're dreaming about the boat. They're dreaming about the private jet. They're dreaming about the shiny car or the big house. They're dreaming about all the stuff that the hustle your face gurus are, are selling to them but they're not out there doing the activities or the behaviors that they have to do to generate the result that they want, but you are. So if you've got an ad out there, congratulations, because you're actually doing something. You're actually putting the work in and taking the action necessary to make it happen. All right, so what's another example? Uh, emails, Facebook lies, follow-ups, nice, exactly. So 
Samra, I appreciate you. I would love to see other folks jumping out here, but I want to just acknowledge Samra for her leadership and for her contribution. So thank you for that. Exactly. Anything you're doing, whether it's a Facebook Live, you're putting out videos, you're, uh, you know, you're putting out emails, maybe writing blog posts, when you publish those, when you hit publish, when you actually put that stuff out there, that is a result-driven behavior, something that's going to drive a result into your business. Now, Samra also brought up that there's preparation time or a preparation behavior. So what's an example of a preparation behavior, something that you must do in order to prepare to get that stuff done? What would be an example of that? Uh, EB says, running Facebook ads, writing ad copies. Exactly, right? Exactly. Those are examples of result-driven behaviors. What's a preparation behavior, a preparation-focused behavior? What might something be that you'd have to do to prepare? And by the way, is one more important than the other? Is a result-driven behavior better or more valuable than a preparation behavior? It's kind of a trick question. I'm going to fill you in since we're a little short on time. The answer is they absolutely complement one another. One's not better than the other. It's just one is necessary, and it depends on where you are in the process. So, for instance, if you're getting ready to do a Facebook Live, you're going to do some preparation, right? You're going to write your notes out. You're going to rehearse, perhaps. You're going to set up your lighting. You're going to set up your audio. You're going to publish a uh, little preparatory uh, post to tell your folks, hey, I'm going to be going Facebook Live on Wednesday at 10 a.m., blah, 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 and you're going to give them that heads up, right? That's a preparation task. And is it super important? Absolutely, it's important. So don't undermine the value of a preparation task. You're going to be writing the email. You're going to be writing the blog post. You're going to be writing the ad. And that first iteration, that first draft may not be the one you want to use, but it was necessary to go through that first, second, third, fourth, fifth draft in order to get to the home home run hitting, award winning, sale generating version that you actually hit publish on. So that's the first two of the three. The third one that we talked about is a distraction task. Now all three of these are super important and you have to account for them in your daily method of operation. You have to say to yourself that on any given day, you're going to have a block of time and we're going to get to the percentages here in just a second, my suggestion at least. On any given day, you're going to have those three things that show up. You're going to be doing the result-driven activity or behavior. You're going to be doing the preparation behavior that actually sets up that result-driven behavior. And then, of course, you're going to have distractions. Here's the key to it. You want to account for the distractions. In fact, you even want to schedule them. That's right. You want to schedule into your daily method of operation a time for distraction. Complete transparency. Today is Friday. This is one day that I use as my admin day. This is the day that I use to catch up on things that I got behind on earlier in the week. This is where I make follow-up calls. This is where I do my follow-up cleanup work, whatever I got missed, whatever slipped through the cracks. And it just so happens that today I don't have a whole lot of that to do. So guess what JT gets to do? JT gets to do something he loves to do this time of year, and that is to watch some college football, baby. That's right. Bowl season is here. So I'm going to sit down for just a little bit of time and watch a little bit of college football. And that's because I have actually built it into my daily method of operation. I've rewarded myself, all right, for the hard work that I've put into this point in order for me to enjoy that. Again, discipline equals freedom. The discipline of showing up with your daily method of operation equals the freedom to be able to goof off, to be able to go and do the things you love to do, spend the time doing the things you love to do with the people you love being around. Now, that's pretty exciting, right? Talk about being in control. Talk about being in control of your destiny, your time. That's what it means to be your own boss. It doesn't mean being a slave driver. It doesn't mean being a task manager. It means being a leader. 
And if you can lead yourself, then you can lead others. And if you can lead others, guess what, baby? You've got that thing solved. You're going to be an amazing entrepreneur. So let me see what's going on with you guys. Um, Katrina says, yeah, watching training videos. Absolutely. That's a great preparation, right? Because you've got to prepare by, by getting that training in place. Uh, Joanne says, plan for the unplanned in, in your schedule. Precisely. In fact, uh, Joanne, I'm going to say this. That's what Fridays are for me. Friday is, is a, a block of time that allows me to catch up on the unplanned stuff. So if something happened earlier in the week that took me off my calendar, took me off my schedule, I don't panic about it. I just simply go, cool, I might have to get to that other stuff that got in the way on Friday. And that's exactly what happens. So that's a really great way to put that. Um, let's see, personal development, learning, absolutely, writing. Uh, those are the kinds of things that are your preparation tasks. And then, of course, distraction tasks. Distractions are going to show up. Kids are going to come knock on your door. Relatives, especially this time of year, you got family coming in to visit for the holidays, perhaps. That stuff's going to happen. It's important not to stress out. It's important not to panic. It's important not to worry. What's most key to this is to be in control of your time by having that structured, disciplined, daily method of operation that you use on a daily basis. So to close things up, here's what I recommend, and this is not by any means a you know, be-all, end-all uh, recommendation. This is just my humble approach to it. You want to put about 60%, about 60% of your time, energy, and focus into the result-driven tasks. The other 30% into the preparation task, and then 10% into the distractions. If you allow that general rule of thumb, uh, you will have a pretty stable daily method of operation. How you approach each day might be different. For instance, I front load my week. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays are exceptionally heavy in terms of workload. Thursdays where I start to scale things back and Fridays where I pick things up, go back and say what slipped through the cracks and then do my evaluation. What worked? What didn't work? What might I do differently in my business? A daily method of operation is meant to keep you on track. It's meant to give you structure. It's meant to give you something that you can hang on to and you can build a successful business around. It's not meant to constrain you. It's not meant to make life difficult or boring or unfun or any of those things that uh, some people uh, sort of designate discipline to be. It gives you the freedom to be able to show up and know you have that consistent behavior that's going to drive the results you really want in your business because ultimately that's what we're looking for is the consistency of showing up on a daily basis, showing up with an awesome attitude, giving it 100% of your all, and then being able to look back and ask yourself those three questions. What worked? What didn't work? And what might I do differently moving forward? And that, my friends, is how to work your daily method of operation into your day to make it as awesome as you can possibly make it. All right, my friends. Hey, listen. I appreciate each and every single one of you. I love you guys. It's awesome to come at you here each and every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or 10 a.m. 10 Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. Appreciate each and every single one of you. For those of you that celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Have an amazing weekend. Uh, we are going to be closed for business, at least for the Daily Dose. No Daily Dose of Awesome on Monday the 24th, nor on Tuesday the 25th, but we will be back here live at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, December 26th. Until then, have an amazing weekend, and remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Merry Christmas.